Due to the graphic nature of this podcast, listener discretion is advised because this podcast is anything but Midwest nice. Welcome to More Than Dahmer, a podcast about little-known serial killers of the Great Lakes region. It's like how a quiet, rock band. How quiet do you think that silence was with your giggle in the middle of it? I looked at the the sound things, and it wasn't It wasn't. It, wasn't. <laughs> it was silent enough. All right. Hi, everyone. Hi, friends. Uh, welcome to More Than Dahmer. This is a podcast about murders and heinous crimes that happen in the Great Lakes area, which include Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, Minnesota, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Ontario, Canada. I'm Caitlin. I'm Della. Welcome. Welcome to our Pull podcast. Pull up a chair. Did I say that last time? Probably. It's always welcome. Pull up a chair. We Creative. sit in chairs here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Pull Just up a beanbag. For all of you sitting in chairs right now. Pull up an ottoman. We sit on the floor. Yeah, we don't sit in chairs. Well, the, the couch just moves too much. <laughs> um, what you guys up to? How's your weekend? Sunny. Anything exciting? Yeah, we're recording this on Sunday. Which Go Us is actually ahead of schedule. <gasps> we're killing it. Well, yeah. sort of. Yeah, we do it when we have time, which is never, but we make it. Right, exactly. We find the time. Do just for you guys. I did write my notes down, but I think I'm also going to use my computer today. I love it because I think that'll be like less loud than me flicking my paper all over. You are quite, quite the loud <laughs> flicker. I just have so many sheets because I only so write in sheets. small notebooks. Heaven forbid I buy a large notebook. Uh, small notebooks are really way more convenient and cuter. Way cuter. TJ Maxx. Small notebooks. Two ninety nine. Mm. Um. Okay, so we're gonna open with Who Took Johnny? Yeah, so you guys better have watched it. It's so good. If you haven't watched it, I rewatched it for the third good. time today and I was impressed as usual. So good. If you haven't watched it, skip. We always talk for too long. 20 minutes? I would probably. say, yeah, come back in 20 minutes. <laughs> um, so I rewatched it this morning. Me and Matt have had this conversation about. Okay, so Who Took Johnny is about this boy in Iowa gets kidnapped and a whole bunch of stuff his mom is like just a huge pusher like she She needs to find him very terrifying kind of crazy i think she's kind of i think she's probably kind of lost it she's kind of insane like you look at her and you're like something's off which is like fine great well because then she recounts her whole life and her whole life was tragic so she's just like her, her whole life, you know how you know people and you're like, they have this black cloud over their head? Yes. That is Noreen Gosh. I agree. Like, everyone dies and everyone leaves her. I agree. And fuck That's that. That's so true. And I think at a point you would probably just be like, I'm crazy now. I'm going to teach agree. yoga. I love that she teaches yoga. And she I was, do too. She had been teaching yoga for like 40 years. It was like forever. Means- it was before yoga was cool. That's exactly what I yeah. wrote down. Yeah. That's um, a, that was my first thought. I was like... This lady was way ahead of her time. Also, I was really shocked. Like, this is how you know the time difference. So, this this was in 1982 in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, so, the thing that, like, just caught me right off the bat 
was that they give out their home phone number. Yes, and they're like, call us directly at home. <laughs> Our like, area code is. And I was like, doing? but then people found that shit in the phone book all the time. Like, I, I remember looking up people in the phone That's book. True. I would be like, hey, can you books. look up, you know, whoever, right. the neighbors in the phone book? And I'm like, Looking now, like, I'm the person who gets a phone call, and I Google it, and you can't find anything, and I'm like, what is this? Like, the 1980s? Yes. But in the 1980s, I could have found it, so, no. Um, I really appreciate the fact, okay, so, one of the things that stood out to me, and this is just, like, a weird, total, my personal (laughs) opinion thing, which is, like, so off maybe off the shelf or whatever, but so he used to take his little wiener dog Gretchen with him every, every morning that he delivered newspapers. So I have a little little wiener dog and I'm assuming that like, if he took her with him, wiener dogs pick a person, like they pick one person to be their person. They don't give a shit about anyone else in the house. (laughs) Legitimately. Is it you? Zero. No, it's Chad. Chad. So my wiener dog was my dog and then I met my husband and she became Chad's dog. And so she and now she hates you. Zero fucks about me. <laughs> I saw her just running away from you like, yeah. yesterday. And her snap story, she's like, fuck you, mom. Yep. yep. She, like, doesn't even talk to me when Chad's not <laughs> home, even. She just, like, hangs just out by in herself. Her room. Yeah, basically. So, um, so they pick a person. So I'm assuming that Johnny was her person. It seemed that way. And so... They never really, nobody ever really says this, which is, like, such the dog mom in me to be curious about this. (laughs) Nobody ever says, like, they say they found her wagon. Gretchen, they do say at some points that Gretchen went with him that morning. So I'm like, where was Gretchen? Yeah, what happened to Gretchen? Where did she go? Gretchen still in the wagon? Where was Gretchen in this whole situation? And then I have a hard time with the amount of information that the neighbors are like, we saw the car, we heard the car, we saw, we heard the voices, we heard and saw the car turn left and not go, not stop at the stop sign and all the things that they heard. Oh my God, it's so Nobody, stressful. I know. Nobody ever said, like, we heard a dog bark. Because yeah. if I even, like, go to, like, hug Chad, like, too forcefully or quickly, Coco will bark. Like, one one bark. Mm-hmm. Warning bark or whatever. Like, but, I'm a foot long. Yeah, I swear to God, I will kill you. I'll rip, <laughs> I will rip your neck. I will sit on your face yeah. at night and yeah. suffocate you. Yeah. Um, so I'm really surprised that if it if he was if he was taken in a violent way, I feel like Gretchen would have barked. Yes, that's a good thought. And nobody I never thought about that. that at all. Wiener dogs are really protective too. So, um. That's interesting. So I, it's just an avenue. You just want to know where Gretchen went that nobody, and what happened. Nobody told me. I feel like, I feel like all the neighbor recounts were just like, just like people were like, eh, probably was a car. There was a car that turned left at some point that day. I feel like I it was agree. like, not that. They make it sound very like, oh no, I was up, I was at the window. I was like, watching, oh, the, I was sitting on my porch drinking my coffee, not at work, not doing anything. I'm like, mmm. I agree. I feel like there's some some issues with those stories. And especially because it was, like, mass hysteria yes. at that time period. It's another thing where that was, like, not explored. Like, and that they thing talk about where that people want to be involved. People want to be. Especially when, like, that's your I heard neighbor. a noise. I swear. I heard a noise. You know what I mean? It's so easy. And they to... all know that Noreen's, like, about to lose her shit anyways. So they're like, 
We have to. Well, here's and here's the thing. It's like you're gonna oh you're gonna if you haven't watched it and you're listening to us talk right now, you're gonna watch it. And you're gonna be like these bitches talking shit about Noreen. But then you get to the part where she's at spoiler alert, where she goes, Johnny came to the front door, and you're like, bitch, why didn't you snatch him then? She was That's so where I'm like, she something not my brain is broken. You're broken. And I feel like so sad about it because again, she just has had a really tough life, and all she needed was some, like, toehead 30-year-old, toehead means blonde, by the way, um, to come to the door and just be what she wanted him to be, and I really just think it was probably someone just fucking with her. Well, that's how I felt about the dollar bill, too. Or that they call him the dollar bill, like, just I am alive, Johnny, bill. gosh. I was like, he does not have a dollar bill that he is circulating I around. Know, I agree. But then, how did you feel about, um, like, Paul and, like, his accounts? Okay, so, I, like, by the end of it, so, but, okay, so, preface. I always get, like, completely, um, um, caught up in whatever, whatever the story, like, tells me. Like, the documentary. By the yeah. end of the documentary, I will believe whatever they're telling yeah, me. Yeah, because they're so, so damn convincing. Um, so I was like, oh my gosh, I totally believe, like, the Paul story, because I don't really know how you would make all of that up, totally. Well, he seems kooky. And I'm confused by, I was a little confused, because I was listening kind of in and out in between some of those spots, where, like, the FBI and the research done by investigative reports or whoever did that documentary yeah. and the building with the writing and the yeah like the initials I don't really shit. know what happened there I got a little sidetracked there but I don't really know how you can tie all that together well I was so I'm like this documentary is pulling me too many directions does really? Paul know him or not like somebody just tell me yes or no well he said Paul said that he knew his scars and stuff that's what I'm saying so then I'm like yes and then the other guy the police officer is like there's no way Paul could have known whatever and I was like is this guy telling the truth, or is well, Paul telling the, the truth? police also, there was that big thing where the, like they said in the beginning, the police department was having major issues, and the police chief was having all these personal problems. Some corrupt police officers in the Midwest. Typical. Hmm. Apparently they all are in the Midwest. It's just, just kidding, not in Wisconsin. Anyway. Um, <laughs> moving on. Um, but, so there were some issues with that. Yeah. I feel like if 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 Noreen isn't making that story embellishing the story in her own mind after time to make it fit the narrative that she wants because she's maybe she's not be. totally right. Well, she's been telling that story too time and time again. So, Eventually it warps into what you want. It so to if be. she's embellishing maybe what he knew about the scars or something like that, it's very easy that then Paul could be lying. Yeah, Paul was like, he had a scar on his leg, and she was like, oh, he it did, is. he had a small white right, scar right exactly. above his ankle from when he was, bur- I, you know what I mean? Like, I want to believe Paul, and I do believe that Paul was, like, part of this, because, like, pedophile rings are real. Like, that's a real Super thing. real. Like, disgustingly real. And, like, the, the child pornography thing. Did you watch I Am Jane Doe on Netflix? No. You should watch it. It's about human sex trafficking. It's not really relevant to this podcast, but it's kind of relevant to this story in the sense that it's about that getting kidnapped, being sold underage on these, like, creepy sites, like, Backpage.com is, like, the big one that just got shut down. 
But people have been fighting to get that shut down for literally years. That's a, and that's like a, that's a hard one too because then also sex workers used it. So it's like, yeah, because I'm you're torn like, on that that's one. their livelihood, mm-hmm. but also you're selling, you know, child pornography on, on this and um, you're selling children. Which is, like, what yeah. the Johnny Gosh situation is. That's why right. I fully believe that he was probably brought into that. I think he... So, that's the other thing is, I don't know why Paul would, like... Lie about that. Come up with this elaborate story to implement, implement himself in this case. Mm-hmm. And have... Like, that's what makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. that he was taken and put into a child prostitution ring. What it, Where I don't really... I don't. I don't really understand what would happen to those people when they become adults. I guess are well, they like because Paul now had gotten, I kill you, or are they like now you're free? Well, Paul was what he said. 16. He was like, I'm used goods. So then I had to help with the kidnapping yes. portion, all of that stuff, and then he somehow got caught for it. Mm. And so my thought was though he was caught so young that how would he? And this is at a time when the internet wasn't readily available. How would he have known about these pedophile rings and stuff if he wasn't directly yeah. involved? No, in that? I think I think he was. Whether or not he actually knew Johnny, uh, Johnny, yeah, is kind of uh, I don't know. I Depends. still kind of believe that he was, but then I went on Reddit. I yep, thing. I did the same thing, <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, they're so right. How would this be this and that be that? And, I know, I know. And then I just got more confused, so I stopped. I stopped watching because I just couldn't hack it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Now go into your pit. Okay. Did you have a sip of this? Yeah. <laughs> this is too good. Coffee delivery. Coffee delivery. So, yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye, Matt. <laughs> We're not going to cut that out. Let's just leave it. We're just going to leave it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. I don't really... I think it's also weird that she went on a Sally show and told the world that he came to her door. I know. Quit telling people he came to your door, lady. Like, well, right. Either keep it your thing, tell the police, but don't go on, like, a national television thing and be like, dun, dun, dun. I'm not a mother. I cannot vouch for how I would feel about my children being kidnapped. But if my cat was kidnapped and somebody brought my cat to my door and was like, this is your cat. She just came to say hi. I'd be like, no, like, give me my fucking cat. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't be like, okay, nice seeing you. Do you want a soda before you go? I would be like, you know, like, why did you let him? If she cared that much, she wouldn't have been like, okay, go back to your sex ring. I'd be like, get in here. We're calling the police, you know? It wouldn't, that would, it would have been so easy if he has that much freedom to go to her home. Yeah. fucking leave? I don't, I'm mean, just a little, I don't all you have to do it. is walk into a police station and it ends for you. Well, and if he is, he'd be 46 now, or he'd be older than that. Whenever the documentary came out, they said he'd be 46. They don't keep you that long, I'm guessing. Like a long time. So either he's dead, or like, he's out there somewhere. I agree. Did they give him an alter ego? Did so that's they... what I was thinking. I'm like, there's no, they don't keep... That's great. You steal them as a child for a child prostitution ring. Mm. Maybe they keep you as a groomer or whatever. Yeah, for that's a while. True. Forty-six though. No that's one a wants long your old time. Ass I don't get out of here. You're and also in charge. The leader. Yeah, the leader of the pedophile ring. He dead. He's yeah. dead now. So you're either in charge now. That's so true. Which is scary. Mm. But again, if you're if a, you're groomed if to you're, that life though, right? That's a whole other psychological mind fuck. 
But yeah, if you walked out of there to go visit your mom, you had some inkling, need, want, desire. To be back with your family. Yes. If he actually did. I don't And so if you're in charge, you probably just leave. Do you think the pictures that surfaced of the bound children, and they were like, that's not Johnny. Some of them, no. They can't be because he doesn't have the scars. Some of those kids were not, but I think that. That first one, the one alone by himself with the scar on his chest. I think that was him for sure. Like, his feet were too big and whatever. And I was like, what are you talking? It's a picture. And it's a picture from the 80s. You know I turned the angle the other way to make my chin look smaller? Somebody can do that with the feet. Exactly. Maybe they took it from the feet instead of top down. I was like, that's definitely mm-hmm. Johnny. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. I agree. I do think that one is Johnny. The other ones, I don't. And I don't think the one that I think is Johnny looks like the other ones either. No, they all have the same haircut, I think, which I kind of... They <laughs> all have, all like... The, it's all the 80s. They have the Iowa, the gold cut, the sandy blonde, mm-hmm. kind of German-looking sort of, like, faces. Yep. Like, yep. they all look similar, but... But that's it. Yeah, I don't think that. Yeah. So but Johnny was in there, for sure. I think... And I think the cops were, like... The cops were so dismissive. That's the other, like, awful, horrifying part of it, which brings about the good mm-hmm. of the Johnny Gosh bill. Yeah, where they, please, yeah, where they, where they, they have, have to act right away where now. Where they have to act right away now. Um, so there is some good to it, but it definitely is a scary thing to think that your kid could go missing and the cops are like, does he run away a lot? And you're like, no, but he no, didn't he doesn't. Yeah, he didn't run away. And they're so like, no, just... but does he run away a lot? And you're like, what? what? He doesn't have to do anything. One, two, no, he doesn't. And they're like, I well, maybe he so did though, and you didn't know. Like, maybe he's running away. And so I'm like, mad what are you talking about? Especially because by the by, eighty two, there were lots of children that were legitimately missing. Oh, for sure. So it wasn't like he was the first kid to ever go missing or no. something. So you know there really... were just a shitload of kids out there in the 80s, which is why, like, the, the Mel Curtain thing, too, it was him and the other kid were the first two to be yes. featured on the Mel Curtain, and it was like, that's a good idea. It is like, a good idea. It's a terrifying idea. Terrifying. But, but it made a lot of sense back then, because also, so many kids were just dismissed as runaways. Yeah. Or and I think it brought favorites. light to mom telling son to be careful before he left, because you don't want to be, like, the kid on the Mel Curtain. Which is, like, valid. That was the first time they were telling kids, though, to be careful. Yeah, because because the world was not as peachy keen as they... Was not G-rated As children think. Yeah. Yeah, Things are real and terrible. Right. So, So definitely did good. I feel really bad for Noreen. I do, too. And I think she's just... I mean, she's She does do some good, though. She's on her third husband now. She, like, talks to, like other parents who have, like, missing children. Which, I don't know, in that first segment with the two girls that were, that are missing, I don't know if you noticed this either, but the dad talks about them in past tense, which is sad. It's sad. Well, I mean, they they did end up dead. Yeah. But, I mean, I think you know, especially nowadays. Oh, I'm sure you, I can't. A lot of kids nowadays are dead. There was like a it's time. Not the first limit. 48 or something. Yeah, it's like the first 48 hours after that they're dead. Ugh. The mom seemed really detached from that situation, she too. Seemed, I also noticed that her nails were impeccable, which, like, it's just My a nails salty aren't... thing of me to notice. Yeah, but I felt I felt weird about her, too, like when she did the interview, like at the state fair. I just, like, didn't feel right about. 
I agree. The way she was breathing. I don't but know again, how you felt. But sometimes, like, doctors medicate them to the point where they're, like... She did seem, like, almost, like, medicated. Lit. Yeah. Yeah. Where they're she zombies. Seemed, yeah, she did seem, like, really zombie-esque. And I feel like she, like, knew what had happened. Like, she knew they were dead. I agree. I feel like she just Maybe, was, like... Yeah. Everyone does their own thing. Living on a prayer. Yeah. Yeah. She was just... Watching her was too sad for me to handle. I was mm-hmm. like, ugh. Mm-hmm. This poor woman. I agree. But Paul has a family now. He, he did not get his. That? that was my first thought. I was like, who the fuck married him? <laughs> Firstly, because he's like nuts. Like, there are slightly better fish in the sea than that. You can do better. I wanted than that. to see like pictures of the family. I think I googled it at one point, and there's like nothing out I there. I think that's what I googled actually. I think I googled. That's, you know, that's probably what happened to me. Whatever happened to Paul Bonamici or whatever? Yes, and I was like, and then I ended up on this Reddit feed, and then I, I was like, I feel like the same thing. Fucking rabbit hole yeah. about the FBI and their cover. Now up you're on Reddit like, at three in the morning. And <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I need to get out of here. Yeah, um, good for him. I'm really salty. He didn't get his million dollars. So I feel like he's crazy, but he still deserved it. He comes across very straight laced. Like at the end of it, I'm like, "Hi, who are you?" He looks like such person? a dad, though. He <laughs> looks like on some PTA dad with his New Balances up at the Father's Day grill, flipping burgers. Like right? I was like, "Paul has made it." But also, like, but also, you still have multiple personality disorders. Yeah, he's a sex offender. So can he even like have kids? Well, can you have kids come? You can't have. Like, your friend, kids can't have sleepovers then and stuff, right? I wonder if that got overturned at any point, That's though, because he was, too. his sex offender was under duress or whatever. Was under, yeah, it was like, forced. he did it, yeah, forcefully. I don't know how that works, I guess. I don't know either. I'm not in the legal system. <laughs> I'm actually not a lawyer. It's weird, I know, I look like it. <laughs> no. Okay, oh my gosh, we don't know. What are we going to do next week? What's the next? What's Should on? Should we do making a plate? burger? I would, that seems like a big one. I would literally have to touch up, and that's like. And I can't two years because my the life. first five episodes are so goddamn boring. I was thinking of another one. We could do Into the Abyss. That's like a short documentary. I think it's like an hour and a half. We could do. I have the Butterfly Garden on here. That's a book. I almost bought that the other oh, day. Oh, I should give it to you. I think I have it in there somewhere. I have to find it, but I'll give it to you. Give it to me, because I literally almost bought it yesterday, and then it's, it was only... By the way... It's so good. Okay, so do you know that if you have, or if you want to buy a book from Amazon now, you have to have, like, Kindle rights? What? You can't just buy one and download it to the Kindle app. You have to, like, sub, you have to be, like, a subscriber. Ugh. So I had to buy it on iTunes Books, and I was like... Mm. And then I didn't buy the Butterfly Garden. That makes me really salty. I was really salty. No, I didn't. I I mean, I always buy hardcover books, though, because in my dream, I have a big library. Well, see, I was (laughs) at my house, and I wasn't going to leave my house, because my house is outside of town for anyone who wants to know. Purdue wants to know my exact address. It is. (laughs) I regulate my uh, location. Um, So it's like a thing. I have to, like, drive to town. Yeah. I think I ordered it on Amazon. I ordered, like, I ordered books on Amazon Prime, and then I just... yeah. Yeah. I would, yeah, so I ordered our other one, but. Okay, I have on the list, Confession Tapes, Evil Genius. Well, we can't do Mindhunter. That's like. We can't do Mindhunter. The Jinx and the Abyss, which is probably what you're kind of, the one you're talking about. Oh, let's do the Jinx. Okay, let's do I just watched that one, so I'm pretty fresh on that one. All right. The Jinx is on on the agenda for next week, two weeks from now. That one's on HBO Video. Okay. So, or, yeah, it's got to be on 
Oh yeah, you're right. Or is it, it on is. Amazon Prime? I think it. I think I actually watched it on YouTube the first time. You might be able to still. It comes I don't in episodes on YouTube though. Okay, yeah, because so I watched. Ash, but... Yeah, I think I watched, it, I must have watched it on HBO. Like, you, you can get a free seven day subscription yeah, if you totally have Amazon Prime or something. I don't know. It's worth it. It's a really good one. It is a good one. <gasps> okay, I can't wait to talk about that one actually. So, Jinx, next episode. That's August third, by the way. But let's get into this episode. No. Yeah, we're kind of already there. We're there. We're, we're there. there. Who wants to go first? I feel like I always make you go first. I know, but, but I, I feel think like I, I went first last time. Okay, I can so go I first. think. Okay. Okay. While you talk, I'm gonna I'm gonna itch my ear. <laughs> it's so itchy. It's got a hair in it. Okay. Has this ever happened to you? Little baby hairs? Oh yeah. Scraping your ear. <gasps> it just happened. Okay, I'm good. Okay, I'm good. Um, so this is the murders of. Vernita Wheat, Tamika Turks, Donna Williams, Virginia and Rochelle Temple, Tony Story, Marlene Waiters, and Eugene Scott, um, a.k.a. Um, the Great Lakes serial killer Elton Coleman and his accomplice Deborah Brown. Ooh, a woman. I know. That's exactly what I said the first time I saw this. So, a little background. Alton Coleman um, was born in Waukegan, Illinois, November 6, 1955, lived with his grandmother in a brothel she ran while his mother worked as a prostitute. Good beginnings. Humble Um, beginnings. Humble beginnings. He was said to be physically and sexually abused there, no surprise. Um, It's never shocking. Did have three other siblings, but the fathers weren't the same, so... The three Aww. siblings had one dad, and he was, like, an oops Aww. in there. So that's why he they didn't live together. Yeah. Um, he dropped out in middle school, which I didn't know was a thing. How can you – legally you can't the do law. that. No, yeah. I think legally it was before the laws even existed. Yeah. Um, and worked part-time in the kitchen at a local veterans hospital. His nickname, which no wonder he dropped out of middle school – um, his nickname was Pissy as a small child because of his tendency to wet his pants. Funny. So we're already on, what, two of the trifecta for a serial yeah, killer? Yeah, literally. Um, as a child, he had a reputation for a strong sexual drive and willing to engage with sex with anyone, anywhere. Ooh. Was terrifying. That was really terrifying. Um, before, from 18 to 28, he had six sex crimes charges and was scheduled to go on trial for a rape of a 40-year-old, 14-year-old, when he um, fled and started this, uh, escalated to murder. He probably had gotten in trouble so many times before that he realized he was just not going to leave witnesses anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, while serving time before the six sex crimes, he was accused um, of molesting other inmates. And he claimed voodoo made him invulnerable to attack by the law. So so crazy. Got some stuff in there. Um, he was diagnosed with mixed personality disorder, antisocial, narcissistic, and obsessive features, as well as epileptic spasms, psychosis, and borderline personality disorder. This guy doesn't stand a chance. Winning combo. Um, so... Deborah Brown, his accomplice, was one of eleven children. Here's where here's where the other part of this comes in. What? Yeah. The other part of this, she was borderline intellectually disabled. Mm. So the other 
the other thing that comes into a lot of these crimes. Um, suffered a lot of head trauma as a kid and was diagnosed with um, dependent personality disorder. So it was easy for her. It was easy for Alton to yeah. take advantage of her. Um, she was engaged to a different man in 1983 when she met Elton. When she met Elton, she was 21 when their crime spree started, and he was 28. Um, she had met him in a bar. So good spot. Hot spot. I mean, okay, so. They murdered eight people between May and July of 1984. Jesus. So their cooling off period between victims was like a day, just like a few weeks at most. Um, so, begins with nine-year-old Vernita, Vernita Wheat from Kenosha, Wisconsin. This also, Vernita, I love that name. Cute, I know. This also jumps through like several of our states. Well, it they're all... All of his crimes happened in Great Lakes states. Um, so she was a happy girl who loved to sing, a straight-A student who loved comic books and her little brother. Oh, loved her little brother. My heart. She was abducted from her home May 29th, 1984. Um, Coleman had won the confidence of her mother, often coming over for dinner in the weeks before the crime. And... She was taken to Waukegan, Illinois. Her body was found June 19th, so like a month later, four blocks from Coleman's grandmother's apartment. So, pretty close. It's pretty close. close. Yeah. Real close, actually. Four yeah. blocks, not very far. Right. You're not doing a great job covering his tracks. Um, <laughs> Let us tell you about it. She had been raped and killed by ligature strangulation. So, May 31st. So, May 29th was Vernita, May 31st. Wow. Yep. After committing um, Vernita's crime, Coleman (laughs) befriended a man named Robert Carpenter, spent the entire night at Carpenter's home, and then stole Carpenter's car. Okay. So. Whatever you gotta do. Yeah. So then in June 1984, I don't know what day that was. I think it was like the 15th. So they waited 15, 15 days. Yeah. Um, him and, so Elton and Brown encountered nine-year-old Annie and her seven-year-old niece, Tamika. They're so little. This one's the worst. Um, walking back from the candy store in Gary, Indiana. Gary is not a candy store. Mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, they convinced the girls to go into the woods to play a game. Never go into the woods. Once they were there, they removed Tamika's shirt and tore it into strips to use to bind and gag the girls. Yeah, this gets worse. Um, when Tamika began to cry, Brown held her nose closed and Coleman stomped on her chest and then carried her away. Annie was forced to perform oral sex on both Brown and Coleman and then Coleman raped her. Both Coleman and Brown choked Annie until she passed out. So and then thinking she was dead, they left and then she woke up. Um, so then she went and got help. Um, they found Tamika's body June 19th. She was strangled with a piece of bed sheet that matched the fabric in Brown and Coleman's apartment. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, she was literally the sweetest baby angel. What is a picture? Oh my god, look at the little barrettes. I know. She looks adorable. 
throw me a picture over on the blog if you can handle it. Um, I did a lot of, if you want to know more about that one, go for it. But I did a lot of omitting because it's fucking horrible. There's some. Sounds terrible. It, there are some that worse sounds things. literally awful. But I just didn't have a sound for it. Um. So the same day, June night or June nineteenth, the same day the body was found. Same day the body was found. Um, Donna Williams, who was twenty five years old, disappeared from Gary, Indiana. Her body was found in Detroit, Michigan. Oh my God! Yeah, about a half mile from where the carpenter's stolen car was found. So the guy. From two so crimes ago. His car was Drove up. it around and then took Donna and her car and left his car and left the carpenter car. Hmm. Donna had been raped and killed with ligatures with ligat- ligature strangulation. She was found with a forged ID fe- featuring Brown's picture. So again, they're not great at this. They're not No. That is No. Um, so June twenty eighth. So the 19th to the 28th, Coleman and Brown broke into Mr. and Mrs. Palmer Jones of Dearborn Heights, Michigan home, where they beat them severely, ripped the telephones from the wall, and then stole their money and their car. Got another car. Right. So they left Donna's car at the Palmer Jones's houses. So, again, not great. But also, they have no age motive here. Mm-hmm. Like, they're just like, whoever wherever, whatever. Mm-mm. And they're nothing, they never, like, say how they pick these people. One of the things that they do mention is, um, Alton and Deborah are both black, and all of their victims are black. And so, Alton said something about it being easier because they could fit in. I suppose. But, I mean, that's an how do you pick- Because my guy, all of his victims are black. That's weird. Theme again. Happening? Um, but, like, how do you pick a house on the street? Well, that's, like, my thought. You're just, like, you picked a random... Because, like, the, the girls that were little, I could see, like, the pedophile aspect, I guess. And they're walking but down the street. They're walking down the street. You pick them up. Mm-hmm. They're way easier than two adults who are in their homes right. sleeping, having a nice evening. Right. That's weird. Yes. So, um, July 5th, so whatever, June 28th to July 5th, Coleman and Brown breathe defend... Be that word. Befriended. Befriended is a hard one for That's me. It's a hard one. <laughs> um, Too many letters. I think it's because I'm reading it, mm-hmm. and it looks really not. It doesn't like look the right. Same word. Um, befriended Virginia Temple in Toledo, Ohio. After not hearing from Virginia for several days, one of her friends went to her home and found her young children alone and frightened. Temple and her eldest nine-year-old daughter Rochelle had been strangled to death and put into the crawl space and that one's weird too because of like two of them the house is full there were like five other kids there and they just heard about two and they put them in the crawl space i don't know just a weird one it doesn't really have any motive it no, just seems it's like just they're like just lot, it's just very odd yeah um so the same day that Virginia and Rochelle were murdered, Coleman and Brown broke into the home of Frank and Dorothy Duvedak, where they had bound the couple with appliance cords and took their money and their car. Um, they also took Mrs. Duvendeck's watch, which was later found under another victim. It sounds like they really wanted money, almost. 
I just think they were on the run, and so they were just trying to, like, hack it. That's true. They're like, we'll just grab another car. We'll yeah. leave a car. We'll grab a car. I mean, they were very going. conscious of, like, not terribly conscious because it stayed in the same area, but. Yeah, they just kept. Like, going to California or something. But, yes. But they were very conscious of, like, this car is, we need to dump this car now. Yeah. Get a new car. Um. So I think this is really weird. And this part of it comes back around. So later that day, they go to Dayton, Ohio. And they like, again, I don't know how they get, it doesn't say how they get to this point, but they go to the home of Reverend Miller Gay and his wife, Catherine. So I don't know if they knocked on the door. I don't know if they went to their church beforehand and, and like saw the two of them. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But they stayed with the gays and even went to church with them. On July 9th. And then they had the couple drop them off in downtown Cincinnati. Pretty casual. Just staying there. Just Typical reverends, like, come on in. What does he know? So something stopped them from hurting them, though. It must have been a God thing. I must be. That's all I can think of, but I don't know. Um, I mean, obviously they don't sound that religious because they're out here murdering people. Right. But. Something, yeah. So then, so they got dropped off in downtown Cincinnati July 9th. July 12th, Tony Story was 15, disappeared from her over-the-Rhine neighborhood in Cincinnati after leaving her home to walk to computer class at a junior high school. Eight, day, eight days later, her raped and murdered body was found. A bracelet taken from Virginia Temple's house was found under Tony's body. Fingerprints taken at the scene matched Coleman. <laughs> Great. So that, so then, because of that, um, the FBI added Coleman to the 10 most wanted list as a special edition. So he's only one of 10 to get added as the 11th, if that makes sense. Damn. Mm-hmm. So that, no, I mean, that's how you know you're pretty notorious, right? Yeah. So July 13th, Coleman and Brown bicycled, bicycled. To Norwood, Ohio. That's the most ridiculous scene I've ever heard. I meant to look it up. Maybe I'll look it up right now. They're just like cycling along. Yeah. Cycled from Cincinnati, Ohio. I I wonder how far. And Cincinnati's all, it's all city. So I'd like to know where they were in Cincinnati. Because I imagine them like on the side of the highway. Right. Not not Making a run for it. What do you think? With that money they stole, they could have got like a taxi... Okay. Turns out it's 11 minutes. By car, though. <laughs> By car. But still. That's like that's, 11 that's miles. That's not as far as I thought it would be. It's not like they went cross state. That's one of those things I was supposed to look up that I didn't look up. Okay. You looked it up now. That's why we have iPhones. <laughs> so. Okay. This gets bad now. Um, it has been bad, but it gets bad again. Um, they broke into the home of Harry and Marlene Walters. So they left Harry unconscious while they raped and beat Marlene to death. Harry said that they had approached the family inquiring about a camper they had for sale. So maybe that's how they got into these houses is they were like, oh, hey, I noticed your whatever was for sale. Whatever was for sale. Or maybe they were just like those people that are like, hey, there's something wrong with your. Oh, yeah. To get to the door. Yes. Who knows? Maybe they were like, we're selling cookies. I have no idea. That is so 
freaky to think about because my parents have definitely let people into the house yeah like that because it's like or like have you ever had someone have you ever been like driving and you pull up to a stoplight and they like motion to you and roll down your window you just do it you just do it and they're like your taillight is out you're like, oh my god, you're like the nice thank you. Yeah, but they could but easily really... kill you yeah. in that moment. Well, we That's had this guy. This guy came to our house on Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. This was like, Matt was over. We're sitting out on the, the porch, whatever, doing everything. And he goes up, he's like, my great-grandma lived in this home. Yeah. Can I see it? Like, can I take a tour? And we're like, the fuck are you? My mom's like, come on in. Tell me all about the history. And I'm looking at that, and I'm like... That you know, sounds horrifying. That's funny because when we lived on Main Street, yeah, someone stopped by. I was home alone. We used to live Ooh. in this janky house that had been like turned into two apartments, which is like the story of this whole area. That's true. Everything um, was turned into janky apartments. But this um, car pulled over on the side of the road, and I was out with the dogs, and they were like, it was four people, not elderly, but like in their like forties or fifties. Yeah. Like, looks like couples or whatever. Yeah. Two men and two women. Which probably made you feel safer. Right. And I was like, and they were like, hey, we just, we used to live here because they were like in the middle of the road. So I think they felt awkward. Like, because they just like stopped. Like, they just wanted to look at it, house. but then you were yeah. trying to like, damn yeah. it. Yeah. So I they were like, we used, to, we used to live here and we used to like shoot BB guns out the attic can you still get into the attic and I was like no it's all boarded off blah 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 and then I literally like it was one of those things where I was like the words were coming out of my mouth and I was like no put them back in yeah no don't say that I was like do you want to come in and see it and I was like what am I doing oh god what am I doing and their faces were like did she somebody this yeah and they were like no 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 we don't have time but thank you so it was one of those things where they were like, why would this girl, like this young woman alone, her small dog, it's not like you have like big scary dogs, it's not like it's like a great day, it's like you're wiener dog. But it was one of those things where they, like the words were coming out of my mouth I and I was like, make them stop. Yeah, yeah. So. Been there. I didn't get murdered. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, back to, back to horrible. Um, I think I'm avoiding reading this part. Um, so... Okay, so they came into the house, they were talking about the camper, Coleman picked up, like, a wooden candlestick to, like, admire it, and then hit Harry on the back of the head with it. Um, when their daughter came home several hours later, she found her mother dead and her father badly injured. The fuck? Yeah. Um, both Walters had ligatures around their throats and electrical cords tied around their bare feet. Oh my god, can you imagine walking into that? No, I can't. Um, they never, like, had stuff. Like, they never had rope. Yeah, they, they used, used, like, a lot of electrical cords. Like, rip the telephone out of the wall, rip the cord out of their telephone, use it as yeah. a ligature. Yeah. So, um, Marlene had been bludgeoned 25 times, which is major overkill. Yeah, you um, do not need to do it that much. No. Calm down. So hard that pieces of her scalp and skull could never be found. Oh my god, that is horrendous. Um, She had 12 lacerations on her face and scalp scalp made by a pair of locking pliers. I don't know what what those are, but they're, 
I mean, they're pliers. They're, they, like, once you pinch down, they don't unpinch. Yeah, they, like, lock. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know if they, she got, like, hit with it or if they used it. If they used it. I don't you can know. S- it's bad. It's bad. That's disgusting. The house was covered in blood and broken glass. Strands of Marlene's hair were found on a bloodstained magazine rack in the living room. And there were two sets of bloody footprints around the basement. Uh, their car had been taken as well with money, jewelry, and shoes. Well, wow. from all that bicycling. They did leave the bikes behind, too. <sighs> well, because I have a car. Right. Um, two days later, the Walters car was found abandoned in Kentucky with Oline Carmichael Jr., a college professor from Williamson, locked in the trunk. What the fuck? Oline was fine, though. Um, in they the had taken off with his car. So they locked him in his own... They locked him in... They left the car that they had just stolen from the Walters and locked the most recent stolen car owner in the trunk of the last person's car. Interesting they didn't kill him, though, because now they can be mm-hmm. like, this is my car, this is my license plate. Yeah, Here's I don't my information. Know. Just like track them down. Quick one. Yeah, they just were like, we're just going to do a quick mm-hmm. car switcheroo, get in the trunk. Yeah. Um, they returned home to the... F- they returned to the home of their friends, Reverend and Mrs. Gay, in Dayton. And at this point, then, Reverend Gay recognized Coleman because he was on the list. No! And... Good job, Reverend, watching the 10 most wanted list. And Coleman and Brown pulled guns on them and stole their car. Uh, Reverend Gay said that Coleman had said to him, I'm not going to kill you, but we generally kill them when we go. Okay. Um, and then in Indianapolis, they stopped and killed 75-year-old Eugene for his car. Eugene! They were arrested three days later on July 20th by Evanston police after being ID'd walking across an intersection. So, uh, the couple were found with shopping bags full of t-shirts and caps, and, um, while they had been walking, they would change their shirt every three, shirts every three or four blocks to, like, not be notice so like if you call into the police station the police station is going to see going to say oh yeah who did you see oh i saw a couple it's a man and a woman the man is this tall the woman's this tall and they're wearing red shirts so then when the police drove by they'd be like oh it's a couple i have white shirts on though i kind of usually don't mess that part up that'd be like that's like the smartest thing they've done in this whole thing yeah the only covering the only covering they did and it's actually like a really intelligent way to cover things Mm -hmm. up um, so they were arrested. So after they were arrested, 50 law enforcement officials from various states had to meet up and decide on, like, what they were going to do because they had committed crimes in so many different states. So this is a crazy one to me, too. They decided Ohio would get the first attempt to prosecute because Ohio had the death penalty. <gasps> I they were love like, that. Take Wisconsin off the table. They don't have the death penalty. Yes. Like, let's kill these people. Do it. So, both were found guilty of the rape and murder of Tony Stories and Marlene Walters. They were not found guilty for Virginia Temple and Rochelle Temple. I don't know how not, because they found Virginia Temple's Yeah, how not? at a different scene. What's this jury doing? I don't know. I would just be like, everything that anyone says, they're guilty of it. <laughs> right. Like, these people are trash. So, eventually, Deborah's sentence um, to death was commuted to life in prison due to her IQ score. Mm. So they were like, 
I don't think we can really hold her too accountable. And she had pled, like, not criminally insane or whatever. So, um, yeah. So they commuted it because of her IQ score and the master-slave relationship that she had with Coleman. That's what they labeled it as. She was originally unrepentant for her acts, saying, I killed the bitch and I don't and I don't give a damn, I had fun out of it. But then in 2005, she apologized to all the families. Good. So she is serving life in prison in Ohio, but she still has a death sentence in Indiana. So I don't know how that works. I don't in between know how it works states either. either. Because like they used to have a real life sentence, then Indiana like gets to take over. Right, but you're so, already yeah. dead, so it's like. Well, you say, but a life sentence doesn't ever mean a life sentence. That's it means true. like a minimum of so many years, depending on what state you're in. That's true. So they could overturn it. So she could be point. in jail for thirty years, and then they let her out. Well, then she has to go to Indiana and serve her death sentence. Or, so she's not going anywhere. That's true. She's just gonna hop states. <laughs> get shackled on the bus. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Alton. Was sentenced to death. Good. In Ohio. Um, by lethal injection. Um, Ohio Supreme Court rejected a claim by his athir- attorney to limit the number of individuals who wanted to view the execution. So his lawyer was like, we need to put a cap on this. And the Supreme I Court was like, that. nope. <laughs> nope. Forget and it. And so they actually had to set up additional closed circuit viewing rooms to let all the victims' families watch. Oh my god, that's crazy. They said it was, like, cruel because they're making it into a spectator spectator sport. And the Supreme Court was like, we don't care. We don't care. It's not cruel. What he did was (laughs) cruel. What he did was cruel. Um, He was baptized three days before. I don't know as what, but... It's not really going to say what. Um, He thought the day of his execution that his two sisters and brothers would show up to say goodbye, but they never did. I don't blame them. No. Um, one of his sisters had actually filed charges against him in 1983, saying that he had tried to rape his eight-year-old niece, but then had dropped them. Um, his brother his brother did offer a statement um, saying, We offer sympathy and prayers to the victims and their families. There is no excuse for Elton's actions. There is an explanation. We ask that people understand that our brother is sick. He never received the help or treatment that he needed when he was a baby, a child, and a young adult. Instead, he was forgotten and ignored by society, and now because of his actions, society wants to eliminate him. And it's like, well, that's not our fault. I don't know. Like, it is a little bit society's fault, but not really. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, His last meal is the longest last meal I've ever seen. In my entire life. Oh, I love last meals. Me too. I think they're really interesting. I do too. Um, is it small town murderer that does them? I used to do them a lot. Used to do them a lot because they don't do them anymore. Yeah, they all. I don't think they like. I think some maybe it was all the states. Nobody does last meals anymore. You're right. Yes, they like overturned that. Like you someone, can't have a yeah, last someone meal. Someone turned that off. Yeah, somebody was like, "We're not doing that anymore." Because Which people totally. Somebody did it, and then they didn't eat anything. They just like. Like, fuck you. Like, they ordered a shitload of food and just looked at them and they're like, fuck you. So I think you can get something, but it has to be, like, prison food. Yeah, that makes sense. So you'd be like, I want beef You can't be like, I want KFC. Yeah. It has to be like, I want prison porridge. Yes. Yeah. It's a prison goulash. Because it's like, 
really why don't you get a treat you don't get a treat you don't get a treat i know that's how i feel too but i still like i still like listening to them i guess like if your family wants to bring you a treat no fuck your family yeah you're right your family fucked you up that's true okay so his last meal was again this is the longest one i've ever heard of (laughs) okay uh well done filet mignon which Fuck you. Why a well-done fil- well filet mignon? Why don't you just have, like, crappy steak? Why don't you just well have a chicken? It? Yeah. Um, smothered with mushrooms. Fried chicken breasts. Salad with French dressing. Sweet potato pie with whipped cream. French fries. Collard greens. Onion rings. Cornbread. Yep. Broccoli with melted cheese. Biscuits and gravy. And a cherry Coke. Here's my vibe as <laughs> a human being. My last meal is not going to consist of any vegetables. Yeah, right? That's all I'm saying. Collard greens, though, are usually, like, a comfort food to some people. That's true. But broccoli with melted cheese. Ew. I can't get, I can't, I can't give him a reason for that one. Why did you decide, you know what I want, is some broccoli. I'm going to waste my fullness on broccoli. I'm like, I feel all of that on a spiritual level except for collard greens and broccoli. And cornbread. I don't like cornbread. I love cornbread. She doesn't like cornbread either. I, I, my mom doesn't either, but my dad loves it. And I used to, like, try to like it because I was like, I'm going to be like, Dad, I'm going to like cornbread. Like, screw I you, Mom. Cornbread. But I'm gonna, like, ew, cornbread's weird. Um, that is a shit ton of food. That's probably a, well, they probably bought shitty cuts of everything. But it's still, like, a $70 ordeal probably oh, by the yeah. end of it. You it's know what I mean? And especially because if you probably, well, that was then I went down this rabbit hole. I was like, do you think if they make a last meal... I was like, it must be so expensive to make one serving of it. And then I was like, no, they don't make one serving of it. I bet they make a big serving of it, and then they give it to the guards or whatever. Yeah, I'm sure they do. Or, like, the visiting. They give it to the priest who's visiting and the blah, blah, blah who's visiting. Yeah, because you can't just buy, like, one serving. But, like, how much do they get? One serving of cornbread. Like, can I specify that I want one slice of cornbread, or do you give me the whole pan and we just see what happens? Do I get the whole pan of everything? How long did they get to eat this? The full 12 hours or whatever? Do you have to, like, finish it in an hour? I think, yeah, I think you just get mealtime. You can't eat all that in mealtime. No. That was my thing. I'm like, why do you need fried chicken breast and a filet mignon? I don't know. You only need one cut of meat. Calm you down. only need one cut of meat for sure. <laughs> We're like really salty about this last meal situation. It's so much. I've never had a meal that good. That's true. I've never. I've never had that much food. So anyway, and I am a free woman. <laughs> right. So he died by lethal injection, April 26, 2002. It's I pretty think, recent. I think his um. Last words were a Bible verse or something. Because, you know, he'd been biblical for three days. Three so. days. Um, he never directly expressed remorse for killing. I think that sentence went on to say, like, but he did recognize that he committed crimes. And I was like, so? it's not the same thing. It's not the same thing at all. Don't try to justify that. Don't give me a butt to that sentence. Yeah, it was weird. That's super weird. So, yeah. Um... Interesting. It's Elton Coleman and Deborah Brown. There's a picture of them also up on the blog. There's Elton's first mug shot and Elton and Deborah sitting together in court. They don't look scary. No, they don't they look, look scary. They look very normal. They look super normal. They look like a really nice, respectable couple. Don't they? Yeah. I hate that. <sighs> oh, that's that dirtbag. 
Okay, I love it. I'm going to pause this for you know, a second. Okay. Okay, it's recording again. We're back for that horrific story. Okay. So, what you got? Okay, mine's in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay. Pennsylvania is the largest city in Pennsylvania. It's the sixth most... Oh my God. Words are hard. I cannot say sixth. It's like sixth. Like, it always Imagine sounds like that. Imagine, sorry to all the listeners, because that probably sounds awful, because we're from Chicago. It's true, sixth. I called my mom one time, and I was just, like, salty because I couldn't say that word. I was like, why can't I say it? And she's like, it's easy. It's like this. And I'm like, I can't say it. Most populous U.S. city. So it's got hmm. 1,580,000 I did not people. know that. Yeah, it's like a shitload of people live there. Oh. It's a big deal. So um, it's considered an education and economic hub. Tons of history, obviously. Founded in 1682. Ooh. It hosts five Fortune 1000 companies. Um, crime rate, there's about 600 murders per year. That seems like a lot. Is that a lot? It's a lot, but there's, like, a, over a million people there. Yeah, but I think, like, murder doesn't really happen as much as we think it does. That's true. I know. Like, <laughs> everyone's getting murdered. <laughs> I don't think No, it did say it was, uh, well, it's, it decreased, they, they put about 600, but then I looked at, like, the chart, and, like, they're rounding up. Oh. Because, like, between, I think it was between, like, 1985 and, like, 2012, and so it was, like... 600 for a while there, and then it was, like, down to, like, 200, and then it went, like, up to 400, sure. so, like, about 600. We'll okay. just go with that. All right. Um, but it is the sixth, again, sixth highest among the most populous. So, like, out of that list, it's sixth in that, in the sense that it's also that murder, you know? Okay. That's all I like that makes sense. Yes. I was like, that doesn't make sense to me, but I get what, I, I get what I it's I saying, get. but I'm like, ugh. Okay, so I'm going to do Gary Michael Hednick, who was born in Cleveland, Ohio, Uh originally. His parents divorced in 1946. He spent a brief period living with his mother, but spent the majority of his time with his father and his father's new wife. Um, Gary has stated that his father emotionally abused him during this time. Chronic bedwetter, which he claims his father humiliated for him, humiliated him for this. Um, His father did come out after all these convictions and was like, I never did that. Of course he said that. Yeah, so who knows. Um, at school, uh, Gary refused to interact or even make eye contact with other students. Ooh, that's that's funny. I know. A girl once asked him if he had finished his homework, and he told her that she wasn't worthy enough to be talking to him. <laughs> I know! <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I think I knew some of those kids I know. I totally knew kids. Like, there was this kid that that's was worried like that. me now. I know. Now you're like, these kids are probably serial killers. Um, he was teased by students for his oddly shaped head, Aww. which was said to come about from falling out of a tree. Oh. But I'm going to show you a picture, and to me, his head looks fine. Trauma. Like, he head looks... trauma. Yeah, but that's a man head. That's true. That wasn't him when he was, like, a little kid. Like, he looks... He's got dead eyes, for sure. Oh, my like, God. His eyes the are The deadest dead. eyes. But, like... There's nothing going on. No. There's nothing. No, there's really nothing. Is there anything his... even in, like, that picture? That casual one? What one? This that one? one? Like... No, like, he's Can always, like, Ugh. Why does Google why change their face? Yeah, so why does... So only go to the website? Yes. Why did, but only on iPhone. I don't know, it's annoying. Like, on the computer, it doesn't do that. They have, like, a couple pictures of him. So, this was him, like, as a kid, I guess. Which, I guess he did have kind of an awesome Oh, no, his head is weird-shaped there. It's, like, an oval, though. So, but, okay, like he, but that's why he has long hair and a beard now. Uh, that's true. He came out the womb, and, like, his head part they just took They never reshaped it. 
Yeah, they were like, you're just you gonna have, have to a do long that. Head, we're I gonna, think. we'll put these up on the blog. I think that's we're a thing. I think them. you have to like reshape it. Yeah, you have to like mold it because mm-hmm. like, kids' skulls are gonna fall apart and they don't have kneecaps and shit. Mm-hmm. No, like look at his eyes. They are still dead. Like he's just always God, like wide eyes, totally dead eyes. Yeah, so he's it's spooky. He's kind of handsome though. Yeah, but he's like he looks fine. Like he like looks kind of good. You'd see him and be like, his eyes are creepy, but like other than that, like. He's got good facial hair. He looks very hipster. He does have... He looks 100% like a hipster. Yeah, like, he looks like a hipster you would literally see. Except hipsters usually have some light... Some light behind the eyes. Some light in the eyes. But besides that... Something going on. Something's um, home. Exactly. Like a lot of... Um, as well, we discussed, he had a very high IQ. Uh, borderline genius. His father arranged for him to transfer to a military academy. Uh, which is They're either one end or the other. I know. They're either really, really dumb or really, really smart. Yeah. He's on the smart end, unfortunately. But he also makes head more trauma. He yes. head trauma thing. Head trauma, bedwetter, crazy. So, like, that just makes me think, though, the high IQ thing, looking back at the kids who would say things like that when you were finally like, I think I'm going to try to engage with Kyle. And then Kyle would be like... Were you one of those people that was like, I'm going to talk yeah. to him? Well, I was, I like, was totally one of the like that, too. Either. Like, but I had my own, like, loser pack. Yeah. And then we were kind of cool sometimes when, like, one of the girls would date one of the football players. It would, like, oomph our status as a group like, up a so little bit. Cool we get invited to the parties. They break up. We stop getting invited to the parties. You know. Damn it. Um, I don't. But, I was always invited to the parties. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, but, you know, you'd be like, I'm going to reach out to Kyle because we're the only two in the classroom right now because we're the only two that are early or whatever. And you'd yeah. be like, Hey, Kyle, what'd you think of the homework? And he'd be like, I think it was for plebeians, but I got through it pretty quick. And you'd be like, okay, have a great day. (laughs) Okay, Kyle, bye. Maybe it was just because they were way smarter than us. (laughs) Maybe that's it. Like, maybe 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 they weren't serial killers. Like, we actually weren't worthy of talking to them. Maybe we actually were the plebeians. We are (laughs) (laughs) Um, So his father encouraged him to transfer to the military academy. He did. He dropped out, but joined the U.S. Army at age 17. Um... His drill sergeant graded him as excellent. Interesting. He was super obedient, whatever. Um, he thrived during his medical structure. training. He likes structure. He does. He ended up transferring to Germany, worked at the Army Surgical Hospital there. Uh, while there, he began complaining of severe headaches, dizziness, blur vision, and nausea. Right? The doctor told him he simply had a stomach bug, but also noted that he was suffering from mental illness. <laughs> you know those stomach bugs? They yeah. also make you mentally ill. mental illness. <laughs> Uh, he gave him some medication and sent him back to the States. So this is where he ended up at a hospital in Pennsylvania. This right. is how he ends up here. He is just uh, a great Laker, too. I know, right? He's bouncing around. Dang. There, they narrowed down what he was suffering from um, mental illness-wise. They told him he had schizoid personality disorder, not to be confused with schizophrenia. Those are two different things. Very different. Uh, what is it? Serial, maybe? Maybe it's serial. Serial as in... The podcast? Oh, yeah. It has a really great, recent episode on, on it. Episode on it. That's interesting. I never heard of this. Well, on the difference between schizoid and schizophrenia. Yeah. There was, like, a link, too, on the article that I found this for the differences. Is that the, with the lady and the guy? I've never, I've listened to serial killers. I've never listened to serial, I don't think. I should. Maybe I have. Um, 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 um. I've been trying to get caught up. Oh, on you're right. It's definitely serial killers. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's that one. It's definitely serial killers. Yep. Listen to that. Yep. So they had those. one like four or five or six episodes back. Do it. Where they describe the differences. And she does yes. a really great job. Yes. 
Um, it's a lack of attachment and interaction with anybody, a lack of interest in any social relationship. Uh, basically, these people are emotionally cold, detached. Um, they're unable to form uh, any feelings towards other, and they often live in an eternal fantasy world. Uh, he's honorably discharged from the military upon this diagnosis. Really? Mm-hmm. This was, like, still in a time period when mental illness was, like, bad. I wonder what his discharge papers say for that. It didn't say. It said that it was because of this. So it said, like, illness, but still honorary discharge? Yeah, it must have, because he had, like, the dizziness and stuff that was associated with it. So I'm assuming they took that and turned it into the mental, you know what I mean? I'm assuming they grouped it all together. I'm sure they didn't put anything about the mental illness on there. No, because that's what this really, like, they were like, we don't want you here, but also we're going to lie. Right. Um, so then he went on to become a licensed practical nurse, landed a job working as a psychiatric nurse, fired because of poor attendance and rude behavior towards patients, Us obviously. always, always was going for the psychology. I know. He's like, I'm going to get in on that. Also, while he was doing this, he spent time in and out of psychiatric hospitals as a patient. So they're like, you can also be a nurse here, though, and you're off times. Uh, that's just because the licensing, though, like, didn't pay attention to anything yeah, like this. Like, you could just go to a mental hospital and the next state over and go to work on Monday. Yeah, it's so weird. Because there was no big yeah, there's file. Things whatever. exploded there was no internet. quickly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, he attempted suicide multiple times throughout this mm-hmm. period and his life. His family had a history of mental illness. His mother died from committing suicide. Oh, and his geez. brother had also been in and out of hospitals oh, and geez. attempted suicide. So strong. Everyone but the dad, it sounds like, was, like, not. Who knows? It maybe just missed a generation for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, in a twist of events, like, this is, like, really random in left field. Gary incorporated a church. It had five followers and only $1,500 to begin with. But by its peak, they had over 500 k which is equal to over a million dollars in today's money. It's and had a cult. thriving, large following. Um, he met a woman sort of on, um mail order bride situation. <laughs> JJ. <laughs> yeah, they had written letters for two years back and forth. Uh, she was from the Philippines. She came over in September. Okay. They got married in October. Uh, her name was Betty Disto. Marriage was brief. She stated that he had made her watch him have sex with other women oh. and also raped and assaulted her. Perfect. Great. She was one of three yeah. women who had a child with him. Oh, they have a kid too? Yeah. Awesome. But he did not know about this until like 87, which is like 10 years later. Perfect. We like it that way, probably. Another woman had his child. It sounds like somebody he was just sleeping with. They didn't really touch on it. She just sent, it, she sent the kid to foster care, and that was it. Huh. But the third woman to have his child was Anne Jeanette Davidson. Their daughter was also put into foster care. Um, Gary was quickly arrested, though, because while he was involved with Anne Jeanette, he was also seeing her sister, Alberta. Alberta lived in an institution for the mentally disabled. Oh, my God. And while she was out on day leave, Gary had kidnapped her. What? Kept her prisoner in a locked storage room in his basement. Um, she was found and returned to the hospital, but upon examination, it was found that he had raped, sodomized, and given her gonorrhea. So, for that, he was charged with kidnapping, rape, unlawful restraint, false imprisonment, involuntary deviant sexual intercourse, and interfering with custody of a committed person. Spent three years, uh, three of his imprisoned years in mental institutions, and was released under the supervision of state-sanctioned mental health programs. After three years? Uh, I think he was in there for five, but he spent three of it in a mental institution. That is not long enough. Not long enough, and also, under supervision, yet he still gets away with what he gets away with next. What kind of supervision was this? So, anyways, in 86, his wife who had left him charged him with assault, spousal rape, and involuntary deviant sexual intercourse as well. 
um, this is when he found out he had a kid, because she basically had, like, child support papers and was also, like, I'm suing you for all this, or I'm charging you with all of this. Uh, he remained free during the time, though, that he'd been charged with this, and obviously why? remained a terrible person. But why, know. Would, why was he allowed to be out after? I don't know. After he'd done that. History, why did they let him out? I, maybe it was a sign of the times? Okay, so, he started his kidnapping spree with a woman named Josephine Rivera. Held her captive, this happened in November, and then within the next three months, he had kidnapped four more women, or three more women. So, Sandra Lindsay, Lisa Thomas, and Deborah Dudley. So, he had four women in total, he held them in a pit in his basement. Um, all these women were raped, beaten, and tortured. What? A pit? Yeah, like it's like a, dog a pit. a pit? Well, I listened to the interview that Josephina gave upon getting out. Oh my god. And she described it. She said that he literally dug holes in his basement and put boards over them. I also can't believe you listened to that. I'm just like, this is so hard to listen to. She's so casual about it. Like, That's crazy. If you right? listen to it, she doesn't even sound like she's like affected by it. That's she doesn't, crazy. she sounds so detached from it. I was going to say, she's probably totally Yeah, she's so, she's compartmentalized the shit out of that. Because she's like, yeah, like he would like dig pits. And then he'd, like, put just us like in a them. muddy pit? Yeah, just, like, a pit. And she's, like, and he would take a board and he would, like, slam it down on us to get us to fit. Oh! Yeah, so when he started, and that was, like, with her, and she's, like, and when he started getting more, then it was, like, this giant area, basically, where we, we all were. We were, like, just in the basement. She's, like, we were, like, handcuffed to posts and stuff at that oh point. Oh, my God. Yeah. So really fucked up. Um, so Sandra Lindsay was the first one to die. She passed from a combination of starvation, torture, and an oh. untreated fever. Uh, he dismembered her body, placing her arms and legs in his freezer and labeling them as dog food. He was offended by the legs and the arms. It didn't say why. It just said he was, like, uncomfortable with them. That's why he... he kept them? Like, he kept them, but he didn't eat them. Oh. Because he cooked her ribs in the oven and boiled her head. Ew. Police were called to the house due to the complaints you know, of bad like, odor. But you know the other woman knew this was going on. She did. She even said it. She's like, yeah, he was boiling her head upstairs. Oh, She's like, Sandra was like my main girl because she had been here since the beginning with me and now she was dead and he was. That makes sense. And she recounts like when they found out that Sandra was dead. She's like, she was handcuffed and we said Sandra's not moving and he came down and went to unlock her and she just fell Ugh. dead. And she's like, and Sandra's head was boiling in a pot of water upstairs, and I'm like, Josephina. Oh my god. Um, so you'll like this. He dismissed the police by stating that he had fallen asleep and burnt a rose. This so is not dead the same meat to smell. Does dead humans smell like burnt meat? Is Please that what we're refer to the Dahmer episode about this? Like, because I think we went on a tangent. We totally we went on did. sixteen tangents that day before but, and after recording, so I'm not really sure where it starts and yeah, ends anymore. What happened? But that is not the same smell. I highly doubt it's the same smell, but everyone's like, he's just a bad cook. No, like that's a dead ass body. So cooking. yesterday I cleaned out my side note. Yesterday I cleaned out. <laughs> I washed out our garbage cans oh girl you're so brave <laughs> well so the garbage men have been leaving one of them open and i was like why do they keep doing that well i realized it's because it's like garbage water disgustingness in it so that yes. was like their indication that like this needs air or we cleaned out one or the other so i like sprayed it out and you know how people are like it smelled like hot garbage I was like, that, I know that smell, exactly. Now you know that That's smell. That's the smell of hot garbage. So, mm-hmm. when people say, like, it's, like, things smell like something, I'm assuming, like, whatever, dead body smells like 
burnt rose. Dead body. Not yeah. burnt rose. I didn't think it would smell like dead body. Because I didn't think I would be like, yep, that's the smell of hot garbage. But that's yeah. definitely the smell of hot garbage. So, um, you, I don't, so that's where I'm confused on how you could get those two mixed up. Because I, I will know. never not if remember was, the smell of hot garbage. No, and if I was a police, I'd be like, mm, I smelled a burnt rose. I burned some rose. That doesn't smell I've like also been rose. around a dead body. Oh, I haven't. I mean, I've no, 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 not me. But oh, like, like police, yeah. It's like, oh god, that's, <laughs> no, no. that's horrifying. I mean, I've been around like embalmed dead bodies, yeah. but they smell fine. Um, I mean, I'm not telling them they're like sniffing. Them, I, I like, assume wait. they smell fine. Um, no, the police at funerals are like, I'm in the back row. <laughs> I ain't looking at that. Um, you'd think as a police officer, you'd be like, no, no, we know what that smell is. You would think, right? But I think it was like also Pennsylvania at a time when people weren't cannibals. That thing where you well, it was also that thing at that time. Where it was like you don't bug, you don't get into people's business. Like you don't get in their police. You're not like, what are you doing in there? Even the police were like, not that they're not polite now, but it's like don't. But I think we definitely, and I think we're definitely in a place where there's more line crossing by the police. Yes, I'm not saying anything. We're not getting political. I'm not getting political. I'm just saying that they have more rights to do more things. Yeah, they can go into the home. Right. If it smells like a dead body, And so, maybe this was like, like no, Bob, I know that smell, it's dead body. And Bob was like, no, Bill, you know, we can't go in there without a warrant, so let's just leave. Let's just go It's Friday at four. It's Friday at four, I want to be There's no judges. Let's just wait until Monday. And then Monday rolled around and they had a new case. Yeah, I agree. I think it was like a, we don't really care that much. We don't want to know. And things didn't happen on like the 24-hour schedule like they do now? No, like nowadays you didn't wake so quickly. Yeah, that's very true. Um, With the remaining victims, he used electric shock to torture them. He forced them, bound in chains, into like a pit of water. He made, so he like made this pit and made them fill it up with water and then he made them get into it. That's awful. And chains, like metal chains. But because Rivera, who was his first, she said in her interview, too, she's like, he played favorites. Like, I was his first one. I was his favorite. I keep getting the choke. I know. It's just freaking gross. She's like, so when he had kidnapped me, like, I was the lead. So like, she he got made more. Mm-hmm. So she didn't have to get in the right, pits, but Yeah. Like, she helped him. So she had to help him apply electric current from a stripped extension cord to the women's chains. Chains. Words are so hard today. Deborah Dudley then died. From fatal electrocution. Ugh. But instead of, like, you know, cutting her up or whatever, he disposed of her body in New Jersey. Huh. I wonder why he changed... I don't know why he, like, took the body and left. That's weird because that's actually a de-escalation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, because he was like... I think he just didn't like looking at... Maybe he, like, tried it the first time and was like, nope, this is gross. This isn't for me. But also, and this is... This is a rumor that circulates. Okay. Is that he took, like, the arm and leg meat and ground it up with dog food and fed it to some of the girls. And Josephina says, she goes... That's so horrible. Dog food smells disgusting. I know. And she goes, he fed it because one of the girls said that she was so hungry she would eat dog food. So he overheard this and made her, like, eat Eat the dog dog food food. with the human flesh. But other people say everything was tested in the house. And it was tested negative for any human. Yeah, but if you need it in a meat altar. I know, but I don't know how much remnants would be on it. Maybe he oh, threw that stuff true. away. Oh, like I the don't... kitchen utensils yeah, or like, whatever? Yeah, like they tested like his mixers and his whatever. Like, yeah, everything. Isn't that something that you just put in the dishwasher and it's gone? That's what isn't I that would the point think. of like a dishwasher? I know. Is that why I'm like, wash is there 
meat on everything I eat. That's what I was always. just too. I don't know. So that is to mm. be or not to be. Josephina says it's true, so I'm going, I'm going to go with her because yeah. she was there and she smelled the dead boiling head. Hell yeah. Um, what a what a like a what a hero! Oh, I know, and she's so like down to earth. She seems really normal. So much therapy, so much therapy. I hope like this. I hope they give it her full free. I was gonna say, does the state pay for that? They better. <laughs> um. So then he abducted Jacqueline Askins, who was the youngest victim. She was only eighteen years old. Um. She's also given interviews. I didn't watch hers, uh, but she recounts the torture. Um, saying their balls were wrapped in duct tape and then stabbed in the ears with a screwdriver. Oh, come on. Oh, my God. That's like the ultimate I torture. I stuff. hate it. I hate it. I'm like, don't touch my ears. I can handle, ears. like, the eyes. St- you know how like, some people are like, don't tell me about nipples or eyes? People say that about nipples? Yeah. It's a nipple. I know. See? But, like, like the whole, here. like, ice pick in the ear thing. That is gross. Or screwdrivers. or Because I can't fathom... Because the screwdriver would just fit in there so easily. Oh, you know what I mean, though? The, like, <laughs> I can't. I know, I can't. Or, like, disembodied parts. People are like, don't tell me about it. I'm like, I don't mind that, but I don't want to hear about ice picks and screwdrivers. I don't want to hear about anything going in anyone's ears, head. Ears. And then they, like, are living still. I can't like, imagine, like, the sound. <sighs> like, it would be so deafening. Oh, it'd be horrible. It'd be awful. Um. So then months after that abduction, so he just, like, has been, like, keeping them, like, in this pit. And I guess Josephina said he would bring them hot chocolate for breakfast and, like, for dinner he'd, like, bring them hot dogs. So it's, like, it, he wasn't feeding them, like, disgusting things all the time. Like, Weird. he was being kind of normal, like, hot chocolate for breakfast, you know? Yeah. That's but almost like a kindness. That's, like, a kindness thing. You know what I mean? Like, that yeah. would be, like, a sweet thing to do. I almost think he was so confused. He was like, shit, I have these five women in my basement. I don't know what to do with or them. Or he would like go into episodes or something and that's yeah. when he would be psychotic and then come out of it and be like, well, nope, here's here my we chocolate. are. Sorry. Yeah. You're still going to stay down there though. Right. Because now I don't have, what else do I do? Yeah. What else do I do with you now? Right. Yeah. And so um, months after the abduction, uh, with the help of Rivera, he abducted another woman, Agnes Adams. Um, Rivera, who had, like, become his helper, obviously, was able to convince him to let her go temporarily so that she could visit her family. He drove her to a gas station park, said, I'll wait here for you. She walked away from the gas station to the first phone she could find. She called 911. They arrested him at the gas station. Yes, right? Um, obviously, arrested right away. Everyone who was alive still was freed. Um, he attempted suicide twice while in jail, waiting for his conviction. Should have figured it out beforehand. Yeah. How many times did you fail, buddy? Like, just, you killed two other women, but you couldn't kill yourself. Like, that's my thought on it. Um, he, during his trial, he was, they were trying to play it that he was, like, legally insane. So he said, the women were already in the house when I moved in. And, like, just saying, like, I know, just saying, like, weird shit like that. Hardwood floors, (laughs) three bedrooms, a pit in the basement. Pit in the basement with five women. I just, I tried to keep them alive. I don't know what happened with the chains. Um, the guy that had opened up his bank account for that church that he had made, like, a million dollars off of basically mm-hmm. came out and said there's no way that anyone that did this business venture and made these investments could be insane. Like, he knew what he was doing. I think you can be good with money and still be crazy. I can too, but also fuck this guy. <laughs> so, yeah. So he was um, convicted on two counts of first-degree murder on July 1st, 1988, one year after the kidnapping and murders. He was sentenced to death, um, but... 
one of his children, like the middle child, like okay. the middle one that had been given up to foster care. I know, and his ex-wife filed a suit seeking a stay of execute execution, Why? stating that he was not competent to be executed. No dice. Executed by lethal injection Fuck on yeah. July 6th, 1999. The end. Why? I know. Especially, why? Was that even, one of the girls that was put up for foster care, too? Yeah, that was the middle. So, so she was like this care? middle one. I know. You didn't even know him. And, and then, why would you want to know him? No, you wouldn't. And the ex-wife, like, you, she raped and assaulted you. Like she, That's weird. It was weird. Maybe he paid them. I don't know. I mean, he did have a lot of money, and yeah. Also, in I watched a, like a ten minute blip. He had to have paid them something. To say that. Something. But his house, he had dollar bills like on the walls, and like, like pennies wall on the papers? walls. Yeah, like he like what used money. That's a dick. Yeah, it was really weird. So yeah, that's well, that was pretty. That was pretty awful. Well, that's why I was like Pennsylvania. What? I think that wins the most awful so far. No, they're, they're all awful. They're all, all so awful horrible. in their own way. I think that these ones freak me out because these people are still alive and they were like tortured, but they like, have to live with that now. I know. How do you move on? I don't know. Like I, I'll link can't get a soda the from the vending machine. And if I have somebody, a mental breakdown. If somebody sends me a mean email, I'm me like too. upset about. Like I'm still upset about a mean email I got like two weeks ago. You know. Like, I couldn't, I don't know how these women do it. They're Power so to them. strong. I don't know if she can, like, talk about it, too. Like, in an Maybe interview. Maybe more healing that way. Maybe. I mean, it's probably awful every single time you talk about it. I, she's just good at, like. Well, he's so creepy. Verbatim mm-hmm. saying it, maybe. Yeah. <sighs> like, maybe it gets to a point where you, like, know the story so well that it's, like, lines. You can kind of, like, turn your brain off. That's true, where she's like, it's just a story now. Yeah. At this point, it's not life. Like, Because you've probably told it so many times to so yeah. many, like, therapists and medical professionals and documentaries. That's and true. Blah, 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 blah. And the cops probably make you say it 47 million times because they treat everyone like a thick god. That's so true. Well, thanks yeah. for that. Yeah. I think that one might give me nightmares. I think that one, that one might be up there. If you ever need a place to go, ma'am, Pennsylvania's got some some good murders. Stuff. Some horrific murders. Got some stuff on it. Okay. Well, so now we decided we were going to do this thing. We're going to call it um, the Midwest Minute. And it's going to be like a little, a little happy, little bit of a, an uplifting moment. Because. An upper. We need an upper after all of that. Um. So it's going to be, like, focused around, like, Midwest, funny, humor, weirdness, things like that. Yes. So in Dahmer, we talked about... The Minnesota Goodbye. Minnesota Goodbye. So that's what kind of inspired this. So today, I had a few of them. I didn't know, I know which direction to go in. There's so many of them. In due so last night I made a pizza... He got real excited because I realized we had ranch in the fridge. Oh my god, that's such a Midwest thing. <laughs> I Midwest thing. It because, is. But I, so I grew up in Madison. Not a thing. Really? Not a thing. I well, never Matt, heard of it yeah, until... Yeah, Madison eat ranch with anything. Yeah. We never have ranch here. Yeah. No, I didn't... I never, never had, like, heard of it until mm-hmm. I came up here for school. And everyone eats ranch with everything. Everyone eats ranch with everything. Yes. And it's, like, weird 
if you don't have ranch in your fridge. It is weird. And at lunch, we had bats of yeah. ranch. Like, yeah. we had nothing. We had ketchup. We had a yep. big-ass thing of ketchup and a big-ass thing of ranch. ranch. And people ate that shit with everything. Everything. I don't. I don't. I, I do dabble in it on pizza. I dabble. Like, I'll have, like, two slices, and then I'm like, that's enough. That's enough with the ranch. Like, yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what happened last night. I was like, I'm going to do this. I even took a picture to, like, remind myself of it. <laughs> and then I was like, I ate, like, two bites. And that's I was like, this is disgusting. That is so funny that you bring that up. Um, because, oh my god, your little ranch packet. <laughs> um, because, uh, when I first moved out of my parents, my parents never eat ranch. Like, we never have ranch. No, we, my parents are really healthy eaters, too. Yeah, so we're, like, I vinaigrette people with this shit. all the way. Have, I've never seen a bottle of ranch. I never tried ranch, because I don't like any salad dressing. I am really? so weird like that. Yeah, I never eat salad dressing. I just do I olive really oil. I really like ranch. I just, it's, like, got a weird tang. It's, like, yogurt. I hate yogurt because of that, like, weird tang. You are weird. That's weird. I know. I don't know. I just can't get down to it. Oh, I can't eat a whole thing of yogurt because it upsets me every time I have it. Yeah. It's because of the lactose. I know. It's because of the lactose. But, see, I, I've ate so much cheese in my life that I'm just, like, I'm fine. <laughs> so much cheese. Cheese I'm okay with. Yogurt is different. <laughs> um, but I, when I first moved into my own apartment, um, my roommate was, he's a good friend of mine, um, he and I went grocery shopping, and he is like, I, we should get this family size, the only, this, we lived in Menominee, which is like this ho-dunk little college town that has UW Stout, if you don't know. This is literally a triangular. Literally, literally nothing, yeah, come find us, where are we at? Come find us. <laughs> it's all in the center, you got us. <laughs> Population, 100. Um, but he got, <laughs> he got, like, the family-sized industrial bottle of ranch and put it in the cart. He's like, we're gonna need this. Ugh. And I was like, for fucking what? He's like, don't you put ranch on everything? And I'm like, no, like, you're gross. Ugh. That's yeah. a good one. So, ranch on everything. Ranch on everything. I love The it. other thing I was going to bring up, and I'll save my last one, the other thing I was going to bring up is... So, you know that nursery game? What one? That you play, you all sit in a circle. Duck, duck, goose? Yes, duck, duck, goose. Do you know that people call it... Duck, duck, gray duck? Yeah! Yeah, I think... Okay, I came from That's that... a Minnesota thing, by the way. I came so from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Yes. And Stella's a half and halfer. I'm a Minnisconsin. Yes. Which means I got Minnesota news. My parents worked and lived most of their life in Minnesota, so, and I spent all of my free time in Minnesota, worked in Minnesota, so I went to a preschool that was, like, literally 15 minutes from Minnesota, so I think I played both, because, probably, I, because I know both of them. Yeah. I don't remember my childhood that much, but. Again, that was another one of those things where I came to college, and I think they made us play it at, like, some leadership Oh, my God, a fucking orientation. Yeah, I'm like, I'm 18. Hi, I'm an adult now. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck are we playing? Yeah. So, that's another thing. So, if you think we're, if you're like, it's not really that different, there are some differences. There are some differences. We're going to go over them. State to state. (laughs) We play a different game. Yes. We play different games and (laughs) shit, and we call casseroles, hot dishes, and whatever. I still think a casserole and a hot dish are really just two different things, in my mind. A casserole has noodles (laughs) in it. I don't know. Okay, There's a difference. I can't tell you what the difference is. My difference is that hot dish only refers to something with tater tots in it. Like, 
Yeah, hot dish has to have yes, a tater tot. That's topic. exactly it. You're right. A casserole can be whatever be the fuck whatever you want the fuck it, to it, be. Wants it to be. But don't you call it tater tot casserole because that's gonna piss me no, off. No, that's not right. No. But if like you're making a breakfast dish, like one of those like make ahead breakfast dishes, and yeah, instead like of hash browns, browns, you sub tater tots. You can call that a casserole. It's like a fine line between they all allow you to put tater tots in a casserole, but I won't allow can you, you to put, put potatoes else. in a casserole. Yes, but you cannot. I think you can do anything you want with a casserole, but a hot dish is very specific that it has a tater tot topping. Like, a, the top is tater Casseroles tots. just also sound so gross to me, and hot dish sounds delicious. Tater tots sound tacky. Or casseroles, <laughs> tater tots are tacky, but I love them. <laughs> They're super tacky. <laughs> but, but, like, I'm just saying that I've had, on that Minnesota grind... My family makes so many different fucking versions of tater tot hot dish, but they're all still really. Yeah, it's like we have like a, a sloppy Joe one, a taco no, one. No, like, I don't. I don't fuck around that way, girl. It's gotta be classic. Once you have tater tot hot dish for every holiday ever, you gotta mix that shit up. Like <laughs> I like mine with chicken, like cream of chicken soup, because I think that what? like the chicken and the beef together is like a good combo. Like it tastes good. I don't know if I can dabble. See, I don't like cream and mushroom. Cream and mushroom freaks me out. That's a weird-ass soup. Who invented this? It's disgusting. <laughs> it's like it congealed is a weird, white green goo. Does anyone eat it as a soup? Is my mom does. Like, Nuh-uh. My mom loves mushrooms. She's like, make that shit and put more mushrooms in it. I mean, yeah, but not a cream of mushroom soup oh, by itself. Yeah, like, no, what do you no. add, like a can of milk? Uh, my, we always do half water, half milk. I feel that. Because it makes it, you don't get like those little white flaky particles. You know like when you make tomato soup out of the can and you make yes. it with milk and you get like white flaky yes. particles and you're like, what the fuck is no, this? Why? Yes, you do half why water, half milk, not you better. Don't get that. Why is this not created better? Exactly. That's a pro tip. Half water, half milk. <laughs> okay, this is getting really long. It We're is. We're going to wrap this up. All right, um, so next episode, August 3rd. Watch the jinx for it so we don't ruin it for you. Yes, it's really good. It's worth your time. Come visit the blog on next Sunday where our notes will be posted and so will the photos. And pictures, yeah. For this episode. You can see dead eyes, sweet baby angels. It's very interesting. Those pictures are very interesting. Um... Find us at morethandahmer.wordpress.com. We're on Instagram at morethandahmer. Um, that's where we post, like, what we're currently watching, binging, stupid things. You're you're on that post grind. I appreciate I'm, you. I'm trying. I'm trying. I deleted um, social media off my phone oh, temporarily cool. because cool. I'm, like, the It'll worst person. It'll just be me then. I'm the worst person. Like, I just was like, I should lay off. Because I check Instagram 40 million times a day, but then I was like, shit, I should also post things, though. And I should post things to this volunteer page, and it's all stressful. That's true. But it gets a little So I don't know how long it's going to last, but... Um, yeah, so I've been trying to do some live posting, some not live posting. There was a good, there was a good Northwest O right there. Posting. I'm going to do, um... Northwest, North, North. North o. I was going to update the blog Canadian with some o. bonus episode info. And we do have a bonus episode. It will come out when this one oh. comes out. I swear to God. I promise. Okay. We're going to okay. get our schedule together. We're like, working on it. It's hard when you didn't used to do this stuff and now you do this stuff, but you also are doing all the normal stuff in your life. And you're like, I'm so busy. What's happening? Yeah. 
Like, I haven't been home. Like, there's my cat knocked over this plant over here. <laughs> I was wondering about that. And I'm just, I'm going to pick it up. But I, he, he did it last night, and I saw it happen, and I was like, no. Later. Later. Um, yeah, so go visit us in those places. Yeah. I put up on the ins, um, Instagram what I was binging last night. So if you want to go see that, what are you binging? go to Instagram. You're like, bitch, go to Instagram. Go to Instagram if you want to see it. Damn Actually, it. it might be gone by now because it's been 24 hours. Oh, is it a story? Oh, it a story. Um, I was binging Inside the Mind of a Serial Killer. I've started that. It's pretty good. Yeah, I like it. didn't get very far because it's like some it. unknown reason. Um, yeah, we'll also put up our, uh, the podcast that I've recently found, too. Yeah, I, like I want to shout out to my podcast, people. I'm going to start posting more on the blog, too. Also, if you didn't listen to My Favorite Murder's most recent episode, go do that. Because yes. that was, like, it ties Georgia's story, yeah, but Georgia's story, like, was giving me, I was, like, obsessed. Yes. I was so entranced. I, I have to watch the documentary now. Okay. Yes. Okay, okay. we're leaving, I swear. Bye. 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 Bye.